This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Shortly after four o'clock this morning, I spoke to President Zelensky of Ukraine to offer the continued support of the UK. Our children draw swooping rockets, not shooting stars. Over 400 children have been injured and 153 children died. The idea that concerns me a great deal that we're going to, after 50 years, decide a woman does not have a right to choose. Breaking news in the World Health Organization has just released a report estimating that 15 million deaths occurred globally due to the pandemic, around triple the current estimates. Vive la République! Et vive la France! This is now a global North Greenwash Festival, a two-week-long celebration of business as usual and blah, blah, blah. Hi everyone and welcome back to the new series of Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. Sweden and Finland have strong democratic institutions, strong militaries, and strong and transparent economies, and a strong moral sense of what is right. They meet every NATO requirement, and then some. And having two new NATO members in the high north will enhance the security of our alliance and deepen our security cooperation across the board. After Sweden and Finland announced their intention to join NATO despite Russia's threats to retaliate if it did join, it has now been announced that both countries will now have the, quote, full total and complete backing of the US in their application, according to a statement by US President Joe Biden. Both countries submitted their applications to be part of the Western Defence Alliance last week, marking a major shift in European geopolitics. To join the alliance, the two nations need the support of all 30 NATO member states. But the move by the Nordic nations has already been opposed by Turkey. Speaking alongside Swedish Prime Minister Magdalena Andersson and Finnish Prime Minister Sauli Ninister at the White House on Thursday, Joe Biden called Sweden and Finland's application a, quote, watershed moment in European security. And today I'm proud to assure them that they have the full total, complete backing of the United States of America. Today, my administration is submitting to the United States Congress reports on NATO accession for both countries so the Senate can efficiently and quickly move on advising and consenting to the treaty. Joe Biden said new members joining NATO is not a threat to any nation. The president added that having two new members in the High North would, quote, enhance the security of our allies and deepen our security cooperation across the board. Russia has repeatedly said it sees NATO as a threat and has warned of consequences if the bloc proceeds with its expansion plans, 
It blames Ukraine's NATO ambitions on the current state of war. And next. Can I start by asking you what you your reaction to some of what uh, Mr. Haqqani said about women and his pledge that nobody disagrees with their ability to go to school, to work, etc. What do you make of that? Well, um, it has been a, a time of, um, uh, of um, broken promises and a lot of disappointment because what was promised to women and girls in Afghanistan was uh, the right to go to school or learn to drive or uh, um, the dress code uh, was not supposed to, to change and all of that has been um, broken. The Taliban have ordered female Afghan TV presenters and other women on screen to cover their faces while on air. Media outlets were told of the decree on Wednesday, a religious police spokesman told BBC Pashto. The ruling comes two weeks after all women were ordered to wear a face veil in public or risk punishment. Despite the Taliban initially indicating that it would run Afghanistan in a more liberal way after they took over the country in August 2021 following the USA's botched military exit, restrictions are now being tightened on women. Over the past weeks, women are now banned from travelling without a male guardian and secondary schools are shut for girls. One female Afghan journalist working for a local TV station in Kabul, who did not want to be named, said she'd been shocked to hear the latest news. She told the BBC, quote, They are putting indirect pressure on us to stop us presenting on TV. The decision is being widely criticised on Twitter, with many calling it another step by the Taliban to promote extremism. Many women have taken to the streets to protest. After retaking power last August, following the withdrawal of foreign forces, the Taliban had held off issuing new laws on what women should wear. This raised hopes they would govern Afghanistan, a deeply conservative and patriarchal country, more flexibly this time. However, their actions so far have not followed their promises. We'll be back with a third story from the world this week after this short break. Every day we read or hear news reports of anger, distrust and division. America is deeply polarised. On Let's Find Common Ground, listen to the opposite. Remarkable, innovative people who are working to bridge differences and reach an understanding with those who see the world differently than they do. You'll hear from politicians, scholars, activists, journalists and everyday people. They share their personal stories about finding common ground on race, the environment, criminal justice reform and many other controversial topics. New podcast episodes are released every two weeks. Join hosts Richard Davies and Ashley Milne-Tite for Let's Find Common Ground. Find every episode on commongroundcommittee.org slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That's commongroundcommittee.org slash podcasts. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Nobody told me, and nobody, nobody said that uh, this was something that was against the rules, that was a breach of the, of the COVID rules, that we were doing something that wasn't a, a work event. Those were people at work, those were meetings of people at work talking about, this is where I live and where I work, uh, those were meetings of people at work talking about work. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been told he faces no further action after police closed their investigation into the Downing Street lockdown parties the Prime Minister's office at Number 10 Downing Street has said. Boris Johnson's wife, Carrie, will also not receive a second fine, according to the report. They were both issued with £50 fixed penalty notices last month for breaking Covid laws at a birthday party for Boris Johnson in Downing Street in June 2020. Also not facing any fines are Cabinet Secretary Simone Case, who was forced to step aside from his role leading the inquiry into lockdown parties last December after it merged that an event had been held in his own office. The Metropolitan Police said the inquiry into lockdown breaches in and around Downing Street had now ended. It issued a total of 126 fines to 83 people for events happening across eight different dates. It had been widely expected that Boris Johnson, who reportedly attended up to six of the gatherings investigated, would be fined again. Police examined 510 photographs, as well as CCTV images, emails, logs of entries into buildings, diary entries and witness statements. They also studied 204 questionnaires from people who had attended events. A number of the public were surprised and concerned and they opened the investigation and she said, I'm sure that they will be surprised and concerned about the outcome of the investigation. So look, politically for Boris Johnson, not getting any more fines is clearly a huge relief. The ending of the police investigation paves the way for the publication of the full report by senior civil servant Sue Gray, who took over the inquiry into lockdown gatherings from Mr Case. This is expected to happen next week. So you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.